0: Hi, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Property Pros podcast. I am Mark Goldwich, public adjuster in Jacksonville, Florida, Mm -hmm. and interested in all things property. Today, we have another great guest for you. This is Coleman Lay. He's owner at Lay Duckworth Construction. Coleman, take a couple of minutes. Tell us about yourself and Lay Duckworth.
1: Yeah, Mark. Um, thanks for thanks for having me on today. Glad we got to glad got to connect, and I can um, yeah just have have some discussion with you. Um, so yeah, we're um, we're a tenant improvement commercial construction company. So we we solely focus on uh, commercial construction here in Northeast Florida, um, but specifically uh, what we would consider tenant improvement um, commercial renovation work. So that might be industrial renovation, uh, medical renovation, retail renovation. So just picture anything with four walls and a roof, um, and that's kind of where our, our niche and, and our market is. Um, so, you know, that's just kind of our bread and butter, and that's what we've um, I'm stuck with. So I've been, been honored to be able to purchase the company from um, the previous owner, Hank Duckworth, three years ago. Um, and so he's had the business here in town for 30 years, and, and uh, we've, you know, had had great success. Obviously, if we've been able to be around for this long um so it's been a great opportunity for me to kind of pick up where he's left off and um as a young business owner kind of put a little fire into the company and a little you know a little more kind of money into it so to speak and invest in the company and try and uh, grow this thing um with uh, with the economy and what's kind of going on in the city of Jacksonville and just Florida in general right now so great time for uh to, to be in business yeah
0: yeah. How, how, tell us about how it came to be. Uh, one, your age, you're younger it, it, for, for that industry or that field. Um, Duckworth had been around for a long time. How did it come to be? What were you doing before? And, and how, did you, how did you get yourself into the process of purchasing a, a longstanding existing company?
1: Yeah, so it, um, you know the original kind of um, the path, career path, I would say was architecture. That was really my um, my kind of dream job. You know, I wanted to be designing the buildings that you might see in in Dubai or New York or some really kind of you know cool architectural um, designs. And 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 after go getting to starting that program at Auburn University is where I where I went to school. Um, just kind of found out that I was going to be too head down in the computer doing AutoCAD. You know, it took, it took a lot of years to really gain that credibility, you know, the, the Frank Lloyd Wright status, right? Um, so um, just had conversations with a lot of guys in the industry on the architecture side, on the construction side. And um, like through those conversations, just really found out the uh, construction program and, and and going in that direction was um, was more for me. I'm a I like to be a problem solver, I like to be on site, I like to do job site visits, I like to make sure things are running smoothly. If there's a coordination problem with the trades, I really enjoy um, getting down in those details with them and, and, and coming up with a solution on site. So um, kind of kind of realized I didn't want to be doing construction from a computer, but rather be doing construction from from the field. Uh, so spent, spent four years at Auburn University, got my uh, building science degree, um, with that program. And, uh, kind of that last year, um, my, my dad was really good friends with, um, Hank Duckworth, the owner of the construction company at the time, and he was kind of looking for a a way out. And so we were able to kind of come up with an agreement over three years to kind of him back out of the company and, and, and train me in those three years while I was there. So that's really kind of how it happened. And I kind of just got, Fed into the fire and um, you know learned as quickly as I could and, and and spent time in the field trying to learn the trades and 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 kind of did some project managing and still doing some project managing and estimating. Um, but now I know as as all of us business owners try and try and do, we want to focus on the business and not in the business, right? That so um, that's kind of the next goal. So I've had these three years to to really focus um, in learning the business and now trying to work work on the business. So.
0: Very cool. So, uh, always good to have connections, whether it's family or, or networking, obviously mm-hmm. it, it pays off because happen to find the right person in the right phase of his yeah, life. Yeah. sure. Yeah. So for him to, uh, just good timing, um, and good strategy on, on your yeah. part. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, good timing for so sure. We, it is an interesting time. Um, well, one, you know, the the COVID thing is is put a, I'm sure put a put a big spin on uh, things for you or a, a kink in it anyway. And um, we also have a lot of people moving to uh, to Jacksonville, Florida, uh, and and the area. Um, so there's all kinds of things happening that are that are a little unusual. Uh, I guess, uh, how have you been dealing with it the past two years?
1: Yeah, so we're, we're definitely seeing, you know, an influx of uh, businesses, even looking and transferring down to, down to this area just because of, of, you know, some policy um, around COVID. So um, we definitely haven't seen a, a slowdown in construction by any means. I think maybe early on, on the first onset of COVID, right, everyone kind of paused for a minute and, and didn't know what was going to happen. Um, but now as we're we're getting back to the normal um, I think you are seeing some businesses migrating in, you know, into into Florida, even talking with real estate brokers, they're there's they're getting a lot more out-of-town phone calls, um, kind of surprising phone calls of people looking for for property and, and real estate here. So that's that's a positive. Um, uh, but kind of. What goes along with that, you know, the negative of 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 COVID and 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 what we're kind of experiencing right now are just a lot of these long lead time issues um, on products. So as we as we as we get a project going, it's really important for us to stress the transparency to the client that, hey, yeah, we want to get this project done for you as quickly as possible, but. We just need to let you know that there are these, these lead time issues that, that we will be seeing and, and, and you know, there, there could be delays even along the way, even from that first date we got, we, you know, need to be anticipating other delays. Um, so being transparent with the client up front and setting that
0: expectation um, is, is certainly huge. Uh, so Coleman, with the uh, supply issues that you are talking about, I mean, obviously, There's always construction time. When you are talking about um, tenant improvements or or rehab of existing buildings, these are business owners who uh, are paying, um, you know, could be a good size note every month. And while they expect there to be, you know, some, some construction delays, the supply chain delays that you're experiencing now. Are, are greatly exacerbating that issue. Um, besides just, I guess, besides just letting them know, how how is that working out? How are they dealing with that? And how are you helping them deal with that?
1: Yeah, I would think, you know, trying to, um, trying to let them know as soon as you can ahead of time. This even goes back to when they're negotiating the lease. It's really important. They usually, as soon as, um, Soon as they have a contract signed with it, or as soon as they, you know, start or get ready to start their lease, they're given a, a time allotted um, from the tenant to complete this construction. So up front, I'm trying to give them a schedule and say, hey, please try and get this extended as long as you can because we're seeing a lot longer construction timeline. So, you know, they usually are given a grace period to complete construction before their before their rent starts, rent starts ticking. So step one would be to, you know, let them know that up front um and then kind of step two would be okay here are the prints here are the plans um you know we're going through this going through the finishes and the schedules and, and looking at the looking at the items that might be of a really long lead time and trying to let them know hey you know i know you want this really fancy light fixture but hey we might need to spec something else you know if we're trying to get this completed um, with your timeline um so other than trying to to help um helping the pre-construction side of things, you know, be a lot more heavily involved in that than, we, than when we were before. Um, that's certainly going to gonna help out things. Um, but as we kind of find delays during the project, you know, we, we really have to be resourceful is what it comes down to and, and trying to cater to the client as best we can. And, you know, we've, had had projects where you know the doors aren't going to get here so we're 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 trying to go find other buildings that are, have vacancies but they have doors so we're st- you know hey can I steal 10 of your doors I need them just to get my inspection and then when the other ones come in we'll swap them back out with you I mean so we're doing we're doing crazy stuff um, to really pass inspection um, lighting packages if the lights aren't here aren't here in time we're running up to Home Depot and finding some $10 fixture to hang so we can pass inspection. And then when we get the, the specified fixtures, we're coming back in and installing them for them. Um, so being really resourceful and, and getting creative on on these things is, is what we're seeing. Um, and unfortunately that's taken up a lot of, of my time that I may not have anticipated you know, with the project, but we're trying to you know build relationships and, and keeps clients happy. Um, so I think they like to see that creativeness um, and not being, you know, more by the book and say, we don't have any answers for you. We're pulling off the project. You're going to have to wait, you know, X amount of days until until we until the until everything arrives. So, um, yeah, I think that probably is, is the best answer I got for you.
0: OK, well, no, that works. I mean, obviously being creative and resourceful um is is gonna win the day uh in a lot of situations sure um and, you know it's not like nobody understands that there are these delays yeah you will, you
1: some some do some don't you know um but but yes hopefully like i said setting an expectation up front and 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 having them understand that is 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 key for sure especially right now yeah And we
0: touched on it before, you know, your youth in the industry, um, I can kind of relate my, not because I'm young, but (laughs) my my son has gotten into the business um, at at just 19. He's already licensed and handling his own claims. And, uh, you know, I I told him ahead of time, um, you know, there are going to be people that look at you and go, you know, you're too young. I'm not handing over you know my my claim to you my homeowner's claim that's you know fifty, hundred thousand 100,000 dollars whatever it is um at, at your age um but he's he's got he's doing it you yeah. know um so what have what has uh how has that been an issue for you uh, what challenges has it created and and for for others out there who may be in a similar position to you how have you overcome those yeah um yeah i mean i
1: think they're you know in the construction world people do kind of you know they want to see they want to see the gray hair right they want to see someone who's been through it before and they construction is one of those things where you only can learn by doing you know so to speak so um it definitely been you know surrounding myself by by really good people has has been key. Um, surrounding myself by, by folks who have been in the industry and relying on them, um, you know, to bring them along on to on you know to meetings um, and, and things like that is certainly helped. Um, besides that, you know, the, the benefit to to being um, you know as to being a, a young business owner and, 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 and clients working with me. Is um, you know I think my my enthusiasm that I bring to the project um, is there. uh, My my time that I'm able to you know bring to the project. I think I um, you know have have more time on my hands maybe than some 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 older people would. Or or my investment into the company. I'm not burnt out. You know I'm 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 geared up. I'm ready to go. Um, I want to I want to make a name for myself. You know in the area. So um, I'm willing to to work with you on things. You know I want to do a good job for you. Um, so I think you know that certainly helps, and I think they want to see you know a, a young guy succeed. You know the big thing right now is these millennials who are wanting to work from work from home all the time, work behind a computer screen, right? Well, you know I want, I I think maybe I resonate with with clients who who want to see um, you know someone like me succeed and and, and work hard um, and actually you know get out there and and kind of and, and be a you know entrepreneur and. Um, and and yeah, and just see succeed in, in this market, so yeah.
0: All right, for sure. Um, so we have the you know we had the we had the COVID where everything is kind of locked down, and we still have while it looks like that's subsiding somewhat, or at least at least in Florida anyway, people are just moving on with their lives, realizing that it's not going to go away, you know, on a certain date, um, and we're just kind of understanding that we just have to kind of go on with our lives but mm-hmm. so while uh while that's helpful that you know you're not locked down you're allowed to be out and about you can meet you can be with people and those kind of things but you still have the delays in the materials that you have no control over but eventually that's going to get caught up i don't see a slowdown how do how do you see you know the future for uh, construction in this area, once uh, supply catches up uh, with time. Yeah, it, it
1: doesn't. It doesn't seem like it, it's going anywhere um, anytime soon, especially in, in this area. I mean, you can even see by the the residential that's going up right now. All the all the housing is um, it's you know it's crazy, and they're and they're sucking up a lot of a lot of the materials and, and and you know giving us fits. But. Um, yeah, I, I think it's an exciting time to to be in in Northeast Florida, and and I don't think there's um, you know a whole lot of concern you know anytime soon of, of 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 the market kind of turning down. And I think you know we'll just kind of have to. I've heard maybe some murmurs or rumors that you know we might we might see some things when interest rates and stuff start to go up in the next couple of years. Um, but but for right now, I mean it's it's really it's really full bore. If if any other challenges are going to present itself, it's just everyone's so busy. Uh, the trades are so busy, labor is difficult to uh, to get our hands on right now. Um, so that'll kind of be the the next challenge um, that we will see to, to keep the train rolling is is going to be um, you know making sure that that we have uh, good subcontractors um, to work with and, and that they're not going to be too spread thin. Um, and then having just good labor and um, and just you know, able to find good, good employees in general, because like I mentioned, the, you know, work from home thing, that seems to be what, you know, a lot of people are kind of moving towards. So um, got to make the, the work environment here, um, you know, appealing to, to future employees, prospective employees, younger folks. Um, you know, going to make have to make them to want to come to work to the office and uh, and want to work in the field and be engaged. Um, you know, and not just want to um, be sitting in front of a computer screen. So, um, yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Um, for uh, for others who are watching, whether you know your age or any age, really. Um, some some because you're because you're relatively new into it, relatively fresh, Mm -hmm. gearing up, um, working hard. What advice do you have for folks, um, uh, business owners, younger business owners, or even they may not be younger, but they're new business owners. I know you do uh, some networking. I know you have a Mm -hmm. professional business coach that you work with. What what are some other things that you would recommend uh, for folks getting into a business like yours?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think definitely, you know, one needs to be is that you can't come in and act like you, um, you know, you already, you know, you run the show. I mean, you can't come in with, um, with a, uh, with an attitude of of maybe I, I own the place. You know, you really need to kind of, I think, humble yourself and and really come in with with open ears to listen and and learn from from other, you know, older folks and. Um, And and really surround yourself with with good people. I think that's probably key would be surrounding yourself with um, with with really good folks. Um, Because I mean, none of us, you know, know everything. And I think bouncing ideas off of each other is huge. Um, that's that's really really been important with us. Uh, we have you know a lot of team meetings on weekly meetings on projects, bouncing ideas off of each other. There's a lot of stuff that I don't know and you know and and they know I don't know it, so i you know I can't there's no point in me trying to act like I know everything right. Um, so having that those older team members and then and then we're kind of bouncing off of each other and sure, I bring kind of cool and unique ideas to the table too. so. Um, you know, really, I think number one would be to, to, to surround yourself with um, with really good people, you know, spend the extra money um, to hire employees um, that um, that are that are smarter than you are. You know, um, there's something that says, um, you know, like uh, C's bring C's and B's bring B's and A's bring A's. So if you got a team of A's, you know, you're going to your you, those guys are going to bring on more more A's. So. I think really want to surround yourself by, um, by really good folks. And then, yeah. And just, and just humble yourself and, um, and then, you know, don't be afraid to, to, to take on challenges. I think that's certainly something that I've, I've struggled with, but with the business coach and, um, and, um, and, and with the tab, you know, group, just trying to, um, you know, set, set, challenges for myself and, um, and push myself a little bit more and, and have confidence in that, even though I'm, I'm young, just trying to have confidence in, in yourself and, and, um, yeah, and being a good leader. So.
0: All right. Good advice for sure. Always, uh, obviously surrounding yourself with smarter people is, is, it's hard for some people to do. Um, and those people usually struggle more. Um, if you can, if you can give up that ego and surround yourself with, with some folks smarter than you, you're it, it's going to be it's going to work out. Uh, I certainly try to do the same thing <laughs> as well. Uh, yeah. even, and I've been I've been doing this a really long time, um, and I and I don't mind when when somebody passes me by as long as they're close enough, you know, so that I can draft along with them. <laughs> um, so in the go. couple minutes we've got left. Um, Is there anything else you want to let the folks know about you, the company, your your impact in the community, uh, where they can reach you on social media or how they get in touch with you?
1: Yeah. um, um, Yeah, I mean, if you want to, you know, you can go on our website. That's kind of the easiest way to kind of see our work and what we do. I mean, we have have an Instagram platform as well. Um, But you know, but, um, but past that, you know, yeah, we're, we're here in the Northeast Florida area and, and um, you know, specializing in that commercial construction. Um, and we're, we are, you know, doing some, some community involvement things, um, you know, trying to work with, uh, work with a group doing a, a coffee shop, brick and mortar their first coffee shop. So that's going to be really cool. Um, and that'll be bringing in, um, um, that'll be bringing in some, some kind of underprivileged kids who will be working in that coffee shop. So this is kind of a nonprofit build for, for a guy. So that's really exciting that we're kind of helping with in the community, um, do some Habitat for Humanity work, which is, which has been, which has been cool. Um, but yeah, looking forward to maybe even doing some, some church involvement and doing some stuff over some missions and and trying to, you know, help bring construction to, to, um, you know, some other places around the world that don't have a have a roof over their head. So. How
0: about the website, phone number? Yeah, it's just uh, duckworthconstruction.com
1: is is where you can find us.
0: All right, Coleman, thank you. I appreciate you taking the time to chat with us today. Folks, um, if you want to check out other episodes of the Property Pros podcast, you can check out our YouTube page or on Facebook at Property Pros podcast. Uh, Again, Coleman, thanks for taking the time today and speaking with us.